God keep doing marvelous things in their lives. We looked at Psalm 32 verses 8. Put it on the screen, Psalm 32 verse 8. We saw Jeremiah 10 verses 23. We saw Isaiah 48 verse 17 and 18. These are scriptures that God used to show to us that the place of God's leading cannot be overemphasized. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou should go. I will guide thee with my eye. Look at verses 9. Can we read everybody want to go? Be ye not as the horse or as the moon, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held with bead and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. God don't want us to be like a moon or like a horse. You have to use stick and hit the horse. So many children of God behave like cow. And they think they are normal. God say, no, you are not normal. Oh. You are not normal. So we can't behave like moves. We must understand that this is God. He's our father. He has accepted the responsibility of being the one to lead us. Don't lead yourself. Tell your neighbor, don't lead yourself. Ask your neighbor, are you sure it's not the reason why you're sweating like this? Touch your neighbor, say, are you sure it's not the reason why you're sweating the way you're sweating? Jeremiah chapter 10. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23. Give me Amplify. Can we read together everybody? Oh Lord, lead Jeremiah in the name of the people. I know that the determination of the way of a man is not in himself. It is not in man, even in a strong man or in a man at his best to direct his own steps. So it is not in man. Listen, what we are teaching you, you must get it. That's what made Christ Christ. Jesus never led himself, yet he is God. But whatever he hear the father say is what he will say. Whatever he hear his father do is what he does. Wherever the father asks him to go, that's where he goes. It's only me and you that say, Lila, if Jesus could not say, I am God, so I can move anyhow, I can go anywhere. Jesus couldn't say that. How much more me and you? How much more me and you? So it is not unto man to lead himself. It is God that directs our steps. That is why he gave us the Holy Ghost. God directs our steps. The next Saturday, I will take my time and teach you what the Holy Ghost does in the life of a believer. There are so many bushes in Enugu's today that if the Holy Ghost will lead you and say, buy this place, it might be 200,000 today. But in the next three years, it turns to millions. But you need the leading of God. You need the Spirit of God to guide you, to lead you, to show you where you ought to be, what is your own inheritance in life. A child of God is a divine personality. It's not supposed to be living in the flesh. But what makes a child of God divine is the leading of God. The world cannot enjoy it. God does not lead unbeliever. If he's leading him, he's only leading him to give his life to Christ. Is somebody here with me? Isaiah 48 verse 17 and 18. There is greatness that God reserved for you. There's greatness that God reserved for you. He said to me one day, he that is in honor, and knoweth not is like the beast that perish without understanding. He that is in honor, and knoweth not that is in honor, is like the beast that perish without understanding. As a child of God, you are in honor. 
you are born in the most honorable family and think as such, live as such, behave as such. Why? By the spirit of God that you've received, by the leading of the Lord that you know that you enjoy. The world cannot enjoy it. They don't know where it is, but you know where it is. As God begins to lead you this month, great things will begin to happen in your life in the name of Jesus. There shall be a restoration and a full recovery of whatever that belongs to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Are we saying amen? Read that scripture with me, one to go. Thus say the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit. I am the Lord thy God. My duty is to teach you the way to profit. In that business, you don't know the way. I know the way that you can profit. If you neglect my leading and put your money there, it will sink. It will sink. You see it, it will sink. And what will God do? God will laugh at you. <laughs> May you not be laughed at. Praise God. And look at verses 18. I love that verse 18 too much. Read, want to go. Oh, that thou hadst hearkened to my commandments, then had thy peace been as a river, and thy righteousness as the ways of the sea. Oh, if you had listened to me from the beginning of that business, from the beginning of that marriage, from the beginning of your academics. Do you know that many children of God went to school? Honestly, that certificate would not add one single thing to their life. Not one thing. They finish school, they get out of school, they went and just learned one small scale. That is the scale that is giving them food to eat. But if you had asked the Lord... If you had asked the Lord, what am I going to the university to study in the first place that can add value to my life? To the purpose of why you created me here on earth. And God lead you, go and study that. By the time you come out, oh, you'll be a genius. Everybody will be looking for you. But many children of God, they just want to go to school. They come out, I'm a graduate. Graduate that can eat food. It's a hopeless graduate. Graduate that cannot eat food. You can't eat food. After 10 years that you graduated, you are cursing Nigeria, cursing all the president, cursing all the governors, cursing everyone. You went to school, actually. What Igbo people call it is mahadum, marahadum. That means you've known all that you need to know to stand fame and be able to impart the people that don't know. That is the meaning. University means you've known it all that now you can stand on your own. You don't need to lean on anybody. You need to stand on your own. Now you finish going to school, you are cursing everybody in Nigeria. You are cursing everybody. This is a wicked Nigerian. In London, they pay their citizens. <laughs> we know they pay their citizens. Why not you join the people that are paying people? Join people that are paying people, my friend. Tell your neighbor, no, I will get out of that group. Tell your neighbor, I'm getting out of the group of people that are complaining. I'm getting out of it. I have an inheritance. The more you complain is the more they are still eating your money. I have nothing to complain about. I am moving ahead, moving ahead. Are we saying amen? Now today, we are going to look at what God is saying to us. As we continue with our study. On the issue of God's leading. On the issue of God's leading. My prayer is that God will give everyone and each of us an understanding.
understanding that is deep, so that you will not finish hearing this word and trample on it. And trample on it. You need to make the best use of it so that your life can be what God designed it to be. I discovered that this thing is not try and lock matter. Uh -uh. It's, it's beyond try and lock. It's not matter of claiming. I claim it. Uh -uh. It's beyond just confession. It is a thing that you consciously decide. This is the path I have to take. This is what I ought to do to make my life glorious. Not if they finish talking, they say, shout amen. You shout amen. Have you decided? I don't shout amen in the word of God that I have not decided to follow. When I say amen, I have decided to follow that word of God to the last point so that I can prove it. I started proving God's word many, many years in my life. When I see God's word, I meditate on it. I say, let me prove this word. I'll be dying. The devil will be giving me pressure until I prove that this word of God has been tested seven times and they can't fail. I hold on that one. I keep pressing on. If you are not a child of God who wants to prove God's word, you cannot get nothing from God. He says, he that comes to him must believe that he is the reward of those that diligently seek him. Anyone that comes to God must believe he is the rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So if you don't want to diligently seek him, there is no reward for you. No reward for you. No reward for you. You get the reward when you are diligent is proved over the years. Over the years, as you follow the Lord. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 6, verses 22. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 22. So when we talk about God's leading, can you prove it? Let the Lord lead you. In everything you do, go to God and ask him. He said, in all your ways, acknowledge me. I will direct your path. In all your ways, not in some of your ways. In all your ways, in whatever you want to do. So when I tell you I've enjoyed God's leading, I have also neglected to go and ask him. I have lived at times, oh, he's a brother. I have lived at times, oh, he's a sister. So because of that, I didn't go to inquire. I said, I've known him over the years. Instead of me to go and inquire. And I would have got myself in a place of mess. I would have got myself in the highest level of mess. That was when I began to see that, oh, when God said in all your ways, acknowledge me. I am going to direct your path. I see that this is a serious matter. It's a serious matter. That even when it has to do with your mother, if it has to do with some other things, once there is no clear scripture that directs you on what to do, you need to go and inquire of the Lord. Lord, speak to me concerning this matter. I don't know what to do. What do I do? What do I do? And you see God speaking to you expressly. And when he speaks, if you do what he asks you to do, there is peace all over you. There is joy all, of, all over you. And you see fulfillment in life. I tell you, your step will get to the place God has destined for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Look at Proverbs chapter 6 verse 22. When thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. And when thou wakest, it shall talk with thee. When thou goest, it shall. That is God's promise. 
God's promise towards his people of leading them. God is saying, I have taken absolute responsibility. God knew the place of leading cannot be overemphasized. Everyone must understand that and submit to his maker for him to lead him. You can't lead yourself. Conclude that in your mind. You can't lead yourself. You can't. It is God that can lead you and lead you out of every trouble and lead you into a glorious inheritance in life. You can't lead yourself. That is the worst thing you can do. You can't. So when you want to go, God said, I will lead. I will lead. He said, when thou sleepest, it shall guide thee. And when thou wakest, it shall talk to thee. So is there to guide thee? Is there to keep you as you sleep? Is there to communicate to you? As a man talks to his son, he speaks to us, guides us, watch over our lives, to ensure that our life will not spoil. The wicked will not destroy it. Our lives will not be maimed. So the leading of the Lord, God kept it for his children as a promise. I promise I will be the one that will lead you. I promise I'll be the one that will be speaking to you as a father speaks to his son. I will tell you, my son, don't go this direction. My daughter, don't go this direction. Look, don't do it this way. I have shared with you people here several times how God has guided me. That would have been death, but God guarded me from it and guard me out of it. He guided me out of it. He led me out of it. I shared with you here how snake would have beaten my wife when he was pregnant of my first son. And that morning, I came for morning devotion. The Lord spoke to me and said, go and fetch water for her this morning. My wife was still sleeping. They took light that early morning. So everywhere there was darkness. Around 4.30 to 5. And as the custom of my wife was then, she normally woke up early morning to go and get water that she used to prepare for their school. So that early morning, I woke up. After my devotion, I carried bucket. Because the tank was just close to our window, the other side. So I carried bucket. As I carried the bucket going... With just lantern. Not good touch, self. Lantern. Before I got to the tank, the tank was like that place that the mecca is saying now. I was somewhere here. And I saw a line, black line like that. And God said, That's a snake. God said to me, That's a snake. He laid there for your wife. That was why I say, Go and fetch water for her this morning. He laid there for your wife. He wants to abort the child that is in her womb. So I now went to look for what I used to keep by the time I'm coming out. Come and see the length of the snake. I thought it was a small snake. The snake was as big as this. Very long. And the snake took off. I pursued the snake before I knew he entered one hole and ran away. You know some of us, even when God will be speaking to you, you won't hear. You won't even listen. When he's saying go, you say for where? That was how God saved that young man today. That was how that young man is still alive this moment as I'm talking to you. Another day again, I was still sleeping. I heard the Spirit of God say, get up and do your devotion. Ah. I said, ah. I said, okay. Immediately I got up, I moved. Look at my bed. 
I moved from that bed to that place and sat down and started my devotion. God said, look. And I look. I saw scorpion just on my pillow. <laughs> and God was telling me, if you didn't get up and go where I asked you to go that time, it would have hit your head bam, so that you wake up by force. <laughs> now listen, we're talking about God just saying something to you. Son, move. And you just move without argument. Many of us would have said, arguing, you see, you see. Later, later. Then the scorpion will say, okay, well done. God, you know, is a disobedient child. Complete disobedient child. Allow me to deal with her. God say, carry on. Many people are disobedient. They don't want to follow the leading of the Lord. God is saying, go this direction. He will bring his five senses. God, can't you see? Don't you see? Do you know what God will do? He will leave you there. Listen, I discovered one thing about God. He don't argue with you. I discovered next thing about God. If you don't want to come and inquire of him, he will leave you. God knows he's good for himself. He don't force himself on people like the devil. It's only the devil that forces himself on people. You must take what I'm saying. If you don't want, I will stop you. <laughs> God doesn't behave like that. You can imagine somebody who carry gold. He wants to give to you. He just put the gold here. He said, come. He said, come to do what? What am I coming for? What am I coming for? He will just smile. He will just smile. Will he pursue you with the gold? If you walk away, go his way. That's why many angels have come. God has sent them to bless many of us because of disobedience and hiddenness. We don't want to listen. So, you must know that your father has accepted the responsibility of leading you. He takes delight in leading you. Why? He wants you to arrive to the place of envy so that he can make boast of you. God wants to make boast of you. I tell you the truth. Allow God to lead you. You see every step I'm taking. I remember when God started talking to me. He told me, it shall be a networking academy. I say, how? He said, this is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. I say, eh? I was writing all of them down. If you go to my diaries, many, many years back, over a decade now, I was writing those things down. It looks as if it will not come to pass. But gradually, you see, it's coming to pass. As I follow his leading, small, small, go here. I go there. Go there. I go there. Go there. I go there. Invest money here. I invest money there. Invest money there. I invest. Don't invest this place. I stop. You must be humble. Even if you are a pastor, you have told people before, this is where I'm going to. Tomorrow, if you hear God saying, don't go there, better tell them. God say, I shouldn't go here again. No, this is where I'm going. If you want to do pride, eh, I've told them, you will sink. Are we saying amen? Proverbs chapter 8 verse 20. Proverbs chapter 8 verse 20. This should be our expectation every day. It should be our expectation every day. I lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of judgment. When God begins to lead, no one thing ever God. He doesn't lead in the path of wickedness. He leads in the path of righteousness. Anything that tells you that God is the one leading, when you see unrighteousness that path, it's not God. It's not God. God does not lead in the path of wickedness. God does not lead in the path of unrighteousness. He doesn't lead in the path of wickedness. He leads in the path of justice. Judgment. Justice. There must be justice if it is God that is the one leading. There must be justice. 
God does not lead in the path of unrighteousness. Once a man says he loves you, love you, he's a child of God, he's a very wonderful child of God. Any day he starts touching your body and say, I will marry you. Have I not said I will marry you? Because that's what they used to defile many sisters. I will marry you. So relax. You know, once most of the sisters hear, I will marry you, all their bones and arteries and vein, everything will relax for the man. So the man can kiss, he can touch your breast, he can touch your bum bum, he can touch every part of you. You can even be undressing before him. He has said he will marry me now. It's a lie. It's a lie. God leads in the path of righteousness. So you should know that. Once you sense unrighteousness on the path that you are taking, it's no more God. Withdraw. That path can get you to a place of shame. It can take you to a place of reproach. Run. It's not God again. Run. You are in a path where they are discussing on how to cheat people. You are in a path where they are discussing on how to molest people. How to take over what belongs to them. How to dupe them. How to lie against somebody. Better get out of that path. Better get out of that path. It is not God. It is not God. Any path you see yourself that you are taking and you can't sense righteousness there. There is no impurity on that part. Hey. And you see everything on that part is wickedness. You see impurity. You see people lying, cheating. Better get out of that place. Better get out of that place. If it's a young man near you, if it's a young lady, a lie, the first one is a lie. I doesn't mean it. It's a lie. She meant it. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Nobody gives out what he doesn't have. It's what you have that you say. If I start lying at you, I just come, I, uh, sister, how are you now? You're looking fine. Uh, come, let me touch you. It's a lie where you has entered my life. There's something wrong with me now. So you better know. Don't think it's just one of those things. There's no one of those things there. God lives in the path of righteousness. In the path of righteousness. In the path of judgment. He sees what is evil and condemns it. He doesn't look at evil and say it's good. Uh -uh, it's not God. So know when God is not the one leading and know when God is the one leading you. Know it. If I want to marry a woman, I call the woman, I start touching her body, I say, okay, visit me. I'm a single man. What is he visiting me for? What's he visiting me for? Before I married my wife, the first time she came to visit me at Onita, I called other brethren, come oh, she's coming. They all slept with me. There were three of them. They slept with me in the room. All of us stayed there. So when she came, she saw we are there. All of us, we stay as brethren. She finished, she left the following day. That is what it should be. So you're a young man, you say, it's my fiance. You invite her, only you are high in the room. That is not the part of righteousness. And the lady stayed there. He sleep over. Why not if you come that place and you see it's night? Tell her, no, you won't sleep in this house. I have to go and sleep some other place. Please. I don't know you are staying alone. You would have asked him, are you staying alone? If he says staying alone, don't go there. God lives in the path of righteousness. Path of righteousness. I wish saying amen. Please, is somebody understand what I'm teaching you here now? So get it right. Most of the things we hear in the churches today is because those people don't want to settle for discipleship and allow the root of Christ to be there. 
Why should somebody mess your destiny up? Come on, sit up. Hey, sit up. Are you in Isaiah? Isaiah 40 verse 11. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with the young. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. So, the way that Christ treats you, the way that Christ wants to lead his people, he will lead them as a shepherd. He will lead them quietly. He's leading them quietly. He's guiding them quietly as they want to go. No, son, come. It's not there. Stay here. Daughter, no, it's not there. It's this way. If they are willing to listen, if they are willing to heed to the instruction is given to them, he will guide them. He will lead them. Just like a shepherd will lead his flock. That is the work of Christ. That is what Christ does for his church. That is his duty. He's there to guide his people. He's there to shepherd them. To make sure that the wolves of this earth will not bounce on them. And tear their glory destiny in life. The devil is envious of you. He knows. He knows. If we can make them to be rebellious against the shepherd, we can destroy them. The wolves will bounce on them. He shall guide the lambs with his arm. He shall guide the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are young. He shall lead them gently, gently, gently. He don't want you to be hurt. He don't want you to bleed. He don't want you to bleed. He don't want you to bleed. He want to keep all of us in safety. He want to keep us in safety. I will say in amen. May you receive healing today. All of us that have moved away from the leading of the Lord and there is wound. May you receive healing today. In the name of Jesus Christ. I say may you be healed again. In the name of Jesus Christ. So you must understand. You are dealing with a shepherd who loved you so much. Who died for you. Who laid down his life for you? Will he just want you to just go up and down, moving up and down, looking for food to eat? Go to some country. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Are you not wanting now? Are you not wanting? Are you not a want? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Are you not a want? The reason is because the Lord has not become your shepherd. If the Lord has become your shepherd, you will not be in want. You will not be want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Why are you wanting? Why are you wanting? You are wanting of your wife. You are wanting of your husband. You are wanting of job. You want everything. You are a want. You are a want. So who is the one leading you? Who is leading you? Who is leading you? There's never anything I'm in want of that if I keep praying to my shepherd, he will not bring it. I tell you he will bring it. I keep talking to him. I am waiting for you, Lord. I know you are my shepherd. You will make it work. Even when knowledge is not there for me to do my work. No knowledge for me to do my work. I will keep praying to my shepherd. He will go and lead somebody. Anyhow, he will make sure you bring me and the person together. Yeah, teach him that thing. I'm growing every day. I'm growing every day. Understand how these things work. It is him that leads don't claim you know. You don't know it. So when I go to him with the sense that I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know Lord. How do I go? You say don't worry my son. I will teach you. 
I tell you the Lord will teach you. I say the Lord will teach you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 42 verse 16. I will bring the blind by the way that they need not. I will lead them in the paths that they have not known. I will make darkness light before them. And crooked things straight. These things will I do unto them. And not forsake them. And not forsake them. But who will he make? I will bring the blind by the way. Not the one that claims he's seen. It's the blind that he will bring. It's the blind. Those that humble themselves and say, I don't know, Lord. Teach me, Lord. I don't know, Lord. Teach me, Lord. It is the blind that he will bring by the way that they knew not. He brings the blind by the way. Every time I go to God, I say, I'm the blind. Bring me by the way I don't know. I don't know this way. I don't know this way. I didn't go to any school of ministry. In ministry. My father in the Lord prayed for me. He laid his hand on me and said, Ah, my God will teach you by himself. He said, if men teach you, you'll be limited like them. I pray today that God of heaven will teach you. That God never left me up to today. That same God started teaching me every day. Once I sit down, he said, do this, do that, do the other one, do it this way, do it this way. He said, if men teach you, I wonder if they have taught me theology. I'll be turning scriptures upside down. Is somebody here with me? Can we read the scripture? One to go. And I will bring the blind by the way that they need not. And I will lead them in paths that they have not known. I will make darkness light before them. And crooked things straight. These things will I do unto them and not forsake them. But who will he do that to? The one that accepted, I am what? Blind. Lord, lead me. I can see. Only you can lead me. But those who claim they can see, those who claim they know it all, those who claim they are walking in light, so it's not all those things. Accept what God is saying to you. Accept what he's saying to you. You must see beyond what your physical eyes are seeing. You must accept to be blind before God for him to start leading you. If you want to tell God you have a right, he will not lead you. You'll be staggering. you see yourself inside a pit. But that won't be you in the name of Jesus Christ. I said that will not be you in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at again Isaiah 49 verse 10. Let me give you this scripture. It's good for you that you pick these scriptures and meditate on it. Keep meditating on it. The things I picked as a young man growing in the hand of Jesus, number one is vision. Number two, divine direction. I don't play with things like that. They are the things that brought me to where I am today. Vision from God. Divine leading. Vision from God. Divine leading. When you catch this too, your life becomes great. David inquired of the Lord. That was the recovery. If he had not inquired, God didn't speak. He would remain there. And the men will stone him to death. They will stone him to death. There's no two ways about it. So our destiny can crash when we are not following the leading of the Lord. It can crash. Anywhere God leads you, stay there. If you pray, God say, marry a man, stay there. 
Even if there's no food that time, stay there. You are not a foolish person. Stay there. The food will come. It will come to the extent that you say, ah, what is happening here? Stay there. And stop bemoaning. And stop complaining. And stop telling stories. Stay there. I will say in a man, look at verse 10. They shall not hunger nor thirst, neither shall they heat nor sun smite them. For he that had mercy on them shall lead them. Even by the springs of water shall he guide them. He that had mercy. Who is the one that had mercy on us? Our Lord Jesus. Our Father in heaven. He had mercy on us and gave us Jesus. He promised that he would lead us. He will lead us. He will guide us. Where will he guide us? The springs of water. He will guide us to where we will have satisfaction in life. He will guide us to where we will have satisfaction in life. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. I won't be in want. I won't be in want. That should be the confession of a child of God. No matter what they say that is happening in the world. So far as God is the one leading. I tell you, every want will be over. Every need will be met supernaturally. Everything that is troubling your life, you see God guiding you, guiding you, guiding you, guiding you to a place where you have satisfaction. The spring will spring up and you say glory to God. It is wonderful to know that Jesus died. For me, wonderful to know. <laughs> It is wonderful to know that Jesus died. For me, wonderful to know. So, when you know that Christ died for you, he is your redeemer. He is the one that had mercy on us. He can never allow hunger to kill us. He will never allow thirst to kill us. He will never allow us to be want that we will die. He will always lead us to that spring. Can somebody say amen? Please, can somebody say amen? Can somebody say a better amen? Look at Isaiah 57 verse 8. I'm reading all these scriptures for your own good. Isaiah 57 verses 18. I have seen his ways and I will heal him. I will lead him also and restore comforts unto him and to his mourners. I have seen. I will restore bad comfort. I will lead him. So God has accepted the responsibility of leading. That anyone who is mourning or whatever mourning around you as a result of what is happening around you, tell them, shh, my God will lead me and restore back comfort. He will restore back comfort. For some of us, you see our parents are mourning. Hey, look at how old you are. Hey, look at what is happening to your life. Hey, look at this and that. Hey, look at that one. Hey, what is happening? Hey, look at all your mates. Hey, look at this and that. No house in the village. No this one, this one. Tell them, my Redeemer will lead. He will heal. Tell them, he will lead me and restore comfort. Including you that is mourning over my life today. He will make you to stop mourning. <laughs> you start glorifying God over my life. Can somebody say amen? I say, can somebody say amen? Now look at Revelation chapter 7, verses 17. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne, shall feed them and shall lead them unto living fountains of waters and God shall wipe away all fears from their eyes. And God shall wipe away all fears from their eyes. So 
God has accepted a complete responsibility to lead you. Don't lead yourself again. That is why you're struggling. Stop leading yourself. Don't lead anymore. Don't claim to know. You don't know it. Allow the Lord to lead. When he leads, he makes everything beautiful in his time. Can somebody shout amen? Can somebody shout a believing amen? Finally, Matthew chapter 15 verse 14. Matthew 15 verses 14, I finished there. Matthew 15 14, that's the last scripture I will read so that I will leave you to go. Can somebody say amen? Matthew 15 verse 14. Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Who was saying that, please? Now look at Jesus speaking here. There's something I want to close this meeting with. Jesus speaking and said, let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. So what does that mean? Blind leaders ought to be leading the blind. That themselves. He said, and if the blind lead what? The blind bush shall do or fall into a ditch. So you can imagine where you get yourself attached to a man to lead you. You can imagine where you don't want to detach yourself and go to have a personal relationship with your maker. To be the one leading. So you can imagine when men are leading people you can imagine people who decide to live that way. They don't want God to talk to them who has a certain responsibility of being the one leading. They don't want. They move from one prophet to one prophetess. And that's what they do. The woman will tell them, I see your intestine. I see one woman. She has gray hair. She has this. She's the one tying your destiny. And the person will come out and say, yes, the prophet say, these are blind leaders leading the blind. He said, where would they end? Inside the ditch, all of them. All the people that refuse God leading them. Hey, may I say something to you, including you hearing me? There is a ditch. Somebody is hearing now. Do you mean there's no prophets? Yes, there are prophets of God. But every prophet of God does not speak doom. He doesn't speak what is against the word of God. There's no prophet of God that contradicts scripture. Every prophet of God speaks what is written. They speak what is written. They speak what is written. When prophets start speaking what is not written, it's no more prophet of God. We know there's what they call word of knowledge. We know that's what they call prophetic utterances. But all these things must have their base here. They must have their base here. When they don't have their base here, it's from the pit of hell. It's from the pit of hell. It's from the pit of hell. My Bible said, when they come and tell me, hey, there's something we are seeing. We are seeing something. We are seeing something. It's a lie. It's a lie. The Bible says, say to the righteous, it shall be well with him. It shall be well with him. He said, there is no enchantment against Jacob. Neither is there any divination against Israel. This is what I live by every day. It's walking like fire. These are prophetic words in the Bible. Say ye to the righteous, it shall be well with you. For ye shall eat the fruit of your doing. 
He says, surely there is no enchantment against Jacob. Neither is there any divination against Israel. For it is written. He said, they shall tread upon serpent and scorpion. They shall drink deadly things. He shall not hurt them. Is it not in your word? So why should you go to somebody there? He's telling you what is contradicting God's word. And you accept in that one. Why should you accept that one? And not accept what is written? Why should somebody speak against what is written concerning you? And you believe that one? And they tell you, don't shake anybody. If you shake the person, they will give you juju. Don't go to your village on the 2050. Is it in the Bible? Is there any place it is written, thou shalt not go to your village on the 25th December? If thou go to village on the 25th, thou shalt not come back alive. And these are the doom they are prophesying for you. And you are accepting it. And you are accepting it. Thou shalt call them to do origin or no. Is there any place you see it in the Bible? Did you see it in the Bible? Do you see it in the Bible? Did you see what I'm saying in the Bible? The Bible says, Ye of God, little children, and have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Whatsoever that is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Whatsoever that is born of God. And one day, I was asked to come and dedicate one shop. I said, I'm not going. I said, I'm not going, my friend. I'm staying in my house. And God said, go there. I'm not asking you to dedicate shop. Go. There are souls there that you win. Preach the gospel. So I went to the place. Ah, I saw many people. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. And I started talking to them. God gave me a word. He said, go and tell them. What savior is born of God overcome the world? If that shop is born of God, it will overcome. It will thrive. Don't bother. There's no need of prayer. Whatsoever that is born of God overcome the world. And this is the victory that overcome the world, even our faith. If what you are doing is born of God, forget about people who are doing juju. If they wake up in the morning, throw things there. Wake up in the morning, carry all of them. You teach her in the name In fact, that day, if you understand what God is saying, you will sell more that day. And they will see you selling more. Little children, ye of God, and you have overcome them. Because the greater one is in you. How can you carry Christ and somebody that is not living in a good house is prophesying for you and telling you that somebody is trying to kill you? Say it's a lie. It's a lie. You are following the blind. And what did Jesus say? When the blind follow the blind, what will happen to them? Inside the ditch they will fall. So decamp yourself from those things they are saying. They are soothsayers. They don't know Jesus. You both understand. You don't follow the blind and expect that the blind will lead you well. Stay with Jesus. Let him lead you. He said, I am the way, the truth and what? And the life. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one can ever come to the Father and by me. Can you rise on your feet? Let's talk to God. Begin to talk to God. Jesus, 
Somebody talking to the Lord now. Is somebody talking to my Savior? Is somebody talking to his Savior this hour? Lord, please help us. Lord, help us. Please, we ask you for your help. Lead us. Everything that reveals against your leading in our lives that want to steal our glorious destiny, let it die. Help every one of us here to submit to you. To stop struggling, to stop being heady, to stop opening our eyes, thinking we know more than you do. Help us, Lord, and recover our glorious destiny. We plead with you today. Let the encounter of today never leave us. Let the word of today keep ringing bell in our hearts until we recover all. Thank you because you are God forever and ever. In Jesus' most precious name, we pray. I know you are blessed by the message just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings, connecting to God's help every set of the month, 5 p.m. Deep Experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life-transforming seminars for all in Sport Circle at Suze E23, C2C Plaza, Bucketty Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry, Instagram at Savior T Sports, Twitter at Savior Total, WhatsApp number 090 Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed. Angel.